And hello, my name is Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Female Entrepreneur Podcast. This is a podcast where we're going to help you improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about having killer content, content that gets eyeballs moving, stops the scroll, and gets people interested in engaging with you. Now, this is going to be so invaluable. It doesn't matter if you use Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter. Anywhere where your tribe is at, you're going to love these 10 tips coming to you after this short break. So one of the biggest issues that I find with people who are trying to build an audience is that they're just trying to kind of throw stuff on a wall and just hope to God it will stick. And I mean, I'm not going to lie with you. Like when I first started to build some of my social media platforms, I had that same kind of mentality. Well, let me just post up in here. Or let me post up in there. Let me hope things will work. And so that's not really a good way of building an audience. So we're going to talk about 10 ways you can build an audience that really likes you, that's engaged with you, and ultimately will give you money. But before we begin, I just wanted to say that you need to view your audience as human beings and not as pulses with credit cards. I think a lot of times, especially we've seen a lot of influencers or people with large credit cards, I'm sorry, large credit cards, large social media accounts, they just feel like they just post something and they don't engage and they don't interact. And that's really has given a lot of people who are just starting off building their social media account a very bad impression of what building an audience actually is. And we're going to talk about how to break this down into bite-sized pieces about how to build an audience that's engaged. And that means you actually think of people as people. All right, let's get straight into it. Number one, pick a niche and stick with it. Now, think of your social media as kind of a channel, a channel where people kind of tune in to certain things. For example, you are looking for home and garden information, so you go on HDTV, right? But you would never go on HDTV to learn about how to cook a lasagna, right? That doesn't make any sense. And then vice versa, you don't go on food TV to look about how to put up drywall. So when you're thinking about creating like your social media content, you need to have a profile and be very clear about who you are and what you do. For example, if you're an email marketing specialist, don't talk about business coaching topics. Right. I mean, there's some overlap, but the reality is your focus is email marketing. So you're going to talk about copyright. You're going to be talking about automation. You're going to be talking about segmentation. Like that's your playground. That's where you want to be. That's where you are talking about things that really matter to your ideal client. Stop. I know every once in a while you might be tempted to talk about other things. And I, I feel that I, I'm kind of the same way. I've got a lot of different interests. I've, I want to talk about a lot of different things. But my focus is talking about resources that will help launch and scale your business. So that's my, my forte. That's my area of specialty. And that's my channel. So start looking at your information from like, what is your channel? Number two, follow people that are aligned with your niche. Um, 
again, I'm going back to the example of your email marketing specialist. You want to be aligned with business coaches like me. You want to be aligned with content management strategists. You want to be in line with social media marketers. Like those are your your team, your posse. That's like people that you really want to engage with. And I also suggest that when you're not just follow people, but follow hashtags. I mean, this advice specifically uh, applies to you if you use LinkedIn or Instagram, like follow hashtags um, because you want to make sure that what you're posting, what you're, what you're, if you're on Twitter, you're tweeting or, you know, is something that's aligned with what people in your industry are talking about. Number three, come in and engage with people. So I kind of go back to the beginning of this, this episode where I was talking about big, big blue check mark people. Um, they have a habit of just kind of posting things and never commenting or engaging. And that is a no-no, especially if you're starting to build your brand. You want to be able to comment and engage and ask questions, even with the people that are your followers. Like, for example, like on my Twitter account, I regularly kind of comment, even, even if I'm not following them, I kind of go through their profile every once in a while and I'll comment on something that actually interests me and I'll ask a question and I get the conversation started. People want to feel, again, that they are recognized as people and the the best way of doing that is engaging with them, not just say, hey, I like that. Um, I think about an example I've heard about this one coach. They said, well, the best way of kind of kind of growing your audience is, you know, you go and you, 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 you search about like what your ideal customer is looking at, find a profile and like three of her posts and maybe comment on something that she said. And later you can unsubscribe. And I think that's just garbage, garbage advice. Like I think people are hip to the game of when someone's actually genuinely interested in the content you make versus someone who's just posting and running and just hoping to build up their their following list. I, I, I'm a huge believer that if you're going to comment and post, let it matter. Like, let that count. Make it be something that you really, really want to engage with and not just some garbage thing that you're just hoping to God, like, you know, enough people will just follow and engage with you. Like, I, I think that's a bad idea just to um, like just for the heck of liking. And I think that sets you up for failure if you're, if you're doing that constantly because then especially if you use Twitter, you know, people will know what you like. And if you're just kind of just liking what everybody else is doing, then it's not really saying a clear message to your followers of like, what are you interested in learning about? Or what, what intrigued you? Like, let that like, use your like button sparingly. Let that like button be something that you really, really do like. And it's just something that you're just doing just for it to get people to be more engaged with you. Number four, think about your content engagement strategy. When I say that, I I this I remember I was just telling a client just this just today. I said, why don't you write a list of everything that you wish your ideal customer wants to know? Like you want them to know, like about you or about your industry or just little factoids in general. I mean, just that. I mean, I think if you really are passionate about your work and what you do and how you help people, that should be like an easy, like you can come up with a hundred posts like right then and there, Johnny on the spot. Because if you're really passionate about 
what you do and how you help people, like you could just come up with a lot of posts. And so I do have a caveat about creating posts. Now, personally, I am not a creative person. I'm not an artistic person at all. I would rather just post some text and call it a day than try to take just the right photo and just the right angle or mess around in Canva and try to figure out some type of template um, that would be applicable to whatever I'm doing. I think people know that I just, I'm all about just giving a lot of communication, a lot of short amount of time. And that's why Twitter works well for me. You might be long form and you might prefer to have a nice flowery photo and a very long, you know, summary about something and tell a story like that's cool for you. Like whatever it is, just stick with it and be consistent, you know, and let people know like, Hey, did you like it? Did you not like it? Like whenever you're posting content, always make sure that it's not just content without a call to action. Make sure that people um, can respond to what you're doing and invite them to respond. And that brings me to number five is be prepared for some reactions. I remember about, I think a week or so ago, I made a post on Facebook and I said, I'm not the cursing coach. You're not going to find me cursing. That's just not my forte. Um, I wish that other coaches wouldn't do that and you would not believe a bunch of coaches just came out of out of left field on my profile and said are you trying to judge me are you you know are you are you trying to like do word please and restrict who says what and that is just not exactly anything that I was implying and so here's the thing when you're going when you're posting stuff especially on social media expect the blowback expect people to say something and it may be positive it may be negative but whatever it is be okay with people responding i mean that's okay that's okay i mean i always laugh when i've heard people say well there's no such thing as bad publicity well i mean I think as long as you're prepared for how people react and being able to, you know, be confident about what matters to you, that's okay. That's okay. Don't don't shy away. Don't back down. I think that a lot of times people make lackluster content because they're frankly afraid about how people are going to react to what you post. And my, I'm encouraging to you, you to stand strong and be like, I really like what I posted. I'm standing by this. I'm going to die on this hill if I have to. This is what I believe. Whatever you're posting, like always kind of just monitor and test like and retooling and see the reactions and, 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 and think about exactly like how you want to refine it. I think a lot of people feel like, oh, like when I post something, like it's a one and done thing. Nobody looks at your content as much as you can. I'm a big believer of recycling content. So if you post something that was really good and got a lot of chatter, go ahead and save it, recycle it, post it in a couple of months ago. No one's going to really come at you and say, well, didn't you post that one week ago? Like, or one month ago, like most people aren't. Like, they're constantly getting so much material in their feed. They're not going to pay attention. Number six, stop trying to sell your stuff 24-7. 
I think a lot of people forget the social and social media. Social media is the long game, meaning that you're not really trying to get people to automatically buy. You're getting it to people who really are seeking information and you, you're building a no like, and trust, meaning that you're getting people comfortable and more informed about who you are and what you do and how you do it. And you don't do that for automatically saying post after post, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, sign up today. You know, like, I mean, haven't you seen that so much in your own, like, in your own world where people, like, are just constantly saying that? And, and like, a, that's a turnoff. You can't constantly uh, try to sell to your audience. You They want to know a little bit about you. Um, so I always just say add a little bit of value. Share a little, a little bit about your story or, like, why you're in business. And maybe you're, talk about your cat or talk about your dog or talk about something that really matters to you. Like, get people to know a little bit about you and not just 24-7 about your business. Okay, number seven, post consistently. Now, one of the things, like, I was thinking about another client and before we start, she's like, I asked her, so tell me about your social media presence. And she said, well, I kind of just post like whenever. And <clears throat> pardon me. I'm like, really? You just kind of post whenever? Like, yeah, I just kind of post whatever. So, and then I asked her the follow-up question. So how often do you post? Yeah, month, every month or so. And then she was like, I'm not getting a lot of engagement. And I'm like, Why are you? I'm just la- I was just kind of like laughing. I'm like, there's yeah you're not getting a lot of engagement because people don't know when to expect you post like think about it as you know you have like this great aunt that only shows up every like once every blue moon every two years and like like how would you react if like someone just randomly just popped up in your world and this to say hey i'm here right like listen to me like well why should i listen to you I, i never know when you're gonna pop up and you're not really engaged with me when i am engaged so when you're posting like make sure that you're you're doing it consistently i don't care if it's like once a day or once every other day like come up with a schedule right and i think the reason why a lot of people don't post consistently is because they feel like well if i'm posting something and like nobody's engaging with me it just feels like it's i'm posting to like nowhere land and here's the thing even if you're not getting engagement even if you're not getting a lot of likes or shares or whatever just the fact that you keep on showing up and just the fact that you're keeping on posting is creating a presence. And I assure you, um, people are going to get engaged with you if they see you post consistently, right? People want to know exactly, you know, hey, like some history, some little information. And that doesn't happen if you're just doing one-off posts. Okay, number eight, make sure that your bio has a way to connect with your stuff. And when I say your stuff, I'm talking about where they link to your website or they link to your opt-in or they linked into like whatever. Um, It's pointless to build a brand and nobody has a way to kind of contact you. I don't care like if you want people to connect with you on for your email list or call you like or you know sign up like I don't care how it is just find some way for people to take the next step and connect with you and um, all these social media platforms has a way to say hey like 
this is my email address or um, this is my website, like whatever, make sure that you have that. I know this sounds so basic, but I've, I've met too many entrepreneurs. They have this like, they have a profile account and like no one has any way to message them. It's just, just kind of silly. Okay. Number nine, find ways to spice things up. I, every, for me, like for example, I find um, fun to kind of change my photo or change my banner. Like I don't do it every day. I don't have the time nor energy. But like I would say like every 90 days I'll change my photo, you know, just to keep it lively, keep it. I mean, I don't change, I don't change my, my name. I always have my name as Denise Lee. And I have my Denise Lee and I have my title. But I changed my photo. I might change my banner. I just might, you know, f- you know, change, refresh it a little bit. And it keeps things lively for me. Keeps people engaged. Like, oh, you changed your photo. When do you change it? Like, it creates conversation. So just ways to keep, always think about ways to kind of keep the chatter going. Um, another way of doing this, ask your followers a question. Um, I always go to ask some of my followers questions like, hey, what do you guys think about like um, content creation tools like, you know, using Canva or, you know, like what are using um, Adobe or like whatever, like always find kind of ways to kind of spice things up and create um, interesting conversations. And then the last thing is be patient, be patient when you're building your audience, do it organically. Um, Rome, like, don't rush to try to like accelerate it through a bunch of ads. If you don't even know if there are people who are not even engaged, like, I'm a big proponent of ads, but only in get ads on content that's already getting engagement. Like, so when you're building your 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 profile, I'm not saying like don't use ads, but just focus on just creating good content, getting feedback from people, and then obviously you know putting some fuel into the fire um, once you've got a good strategy going. But in the meanwhile, just focus on engaging and talking. And just sharing information. So just to summarize, my 10 tips for building your audience is number one, pick a niche and stick with it. Number two, follow people that are aligned with your niche. Number three, comment and engage with people. Number four, think about your content engagement strategy. Get a, get a, um, think about exactly like the things that your ideal client wants to know or information they're seeking. Number five, be prepared for some reaction, especially on social media. My goodness, people are feisty. Number six, don't sell your stuff 24-7. I always believe in the 80-20 rule, like 80% information and 20% selling. But the focus should always be on giving value. Number seven, post consistently. I don't care what your schedule is, get a schedule and keep with it. Number eight, make sure that your bio has a way to contact you via email or website or whatever. Number nine, find ways to spice things up. And lastly, be patient. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, send me a message at hello at denisegle.com. My name is D-E-N-I-S-E-G-L-E-E.com. Um, go ahead and subscribe to me wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you really, really like it, go ahead and send this message, um, this episode to someone that would benefit from this. This is a community. I want to be able to help as many people as I can. And you can help somebody else by forwarding this, um, sharing this podcast with someone. Well, that is it. Thank you for listening. 
If you have any other questions or concern, again, just reach out to me at hello at denisecleed.com. And I think that's it. Take care and see you.